Hi, I'm Jen Neiman, co-founder of Property Elite, Chartered Surveyor and APC Assessor. At Property Elite, we provide training and support for the APC, ASOT RICS and FRICS qualifications. We cover all routes, pathways and geographic regions via our team of specialist consultants and trained assessors. This also includes the senior professional, specialist, academic and direct entry routes. In this week's podcast, we take a look at the RICS Guidance Note Valuation of New Build Homes 3rd Edition. It's essential listening for APC and ASOT RICS valuation and residential candidates, as well as candidates on other pathways involved with valuing residential property. You can download a full copy of the guidance note from the RICS website or head to our website blog to find the link. The guidance note took effect from the 2nd of December 2019, and it sits alongside both the RICS Valuation Global Standards, Red Book, and the UK National Supplement, and UK VPG 11 in particular. It provides best practice guidance and should be referred to when valuing individual new build homes. So what does new build mean? New build relates to property that will be owned for the first time, so newly built, converted or fully renovated. New build property could be a one-off unit or part of a much wider development site. However, for all of these, the approach to valuation should be broadly similar. The RICA state specific scenarios where the guidance note does not apply, and these include purchase reports for corporate clients purchasing residential investment portfolios, Valuations of housing stock for local government or registered social landlords. Valuations of housing stock for inclusion in financial statements. Valuations of houses in multiple occupations, so HMOs. Purchase reports for individual new build properties. Valuation reports for custom build, self-build or stage release projects. And reference should be made to the lender's guidance for the correct approach to valuation. Valuations for brokers or the other third parties and valuations on the basis of market rent. The reason for this is that other RICS guidance will be relevant in these circumstances. For example, RICS guidance note valuation by to let and HMO properties. So how might the valuation of new build properties differ? New build properties may attract a new build premium price over and above the second hand market value. New build properties may attract a new build premium price over and above the second-hand market prices. The new build premium is therefore split into two categories. First owner benefits and resale benefits. First owner benefits are those only available to the first owner of a new build property and which fall away after first occupation. These include newness, initial occupier prestige, access to new build finance, access to government schemes such as help to buy, developer initiatives, certainty of price and completion date, removal of competitive bidding, no chains, a reduced price potentially for off-plan purchases, full warranties and bespoke specifications. Resale benefits are those that can pass with ownership such as modern specifications, reduced running costs and increased energy efficiency, modern facilities and services, such as a concierge for new build apartments, modern design, such as being open plan, new local infrastructure, and reduced short and medium term maintenance liabilities. The guidance note requires valuers to make a number of assumptions and special assumptions when valuing new build property. 
In the case of a building that has not yet been constructed, our ICS members will provide a valuation on a special assumption that the development of that building has been satisfactorily completed, as at the date of the inspection in accordance with planning permission and other statutory requirements. In the case of a newly constructed property, our ICS members will provide a valuation on the assumption that it's been built under a recognised builder's warranty or insurance scheme approved by the lender, or that it's been supervised by a professional consultant capable of fully completing the professional consultant certificate to meet lender requirements. Our ICS members will assume that the contents of the UK Finance Disclosure Form provide full disclosure of the financial aspects of the sale. Our ICS members will assume that certain facilities that are to form part of the completed development scheme, such as leisure, complexes, swimming pools and communal provisions, are completed. Our ICS members will assume that certain planned transport links, infrastructure provisions and other constructions, such as retail units, as part of a larger scheme, are completed. And in some cases, lenders will require our ICS members to assume that the new build property is already occupied. If a lender requests that this or a similar special assumption be adopted, guidance should be obtained from the lender specifying how their instructions to be interpreted. For example, a lender may require second-hand or resale value. So what specific considerations do valuers need to be aware of relating to new build properties? Firstly, access limitations where a site's under construction need to be recorded in the terms of engagement and valuation report. Any information relied upon in making assumptions or special assumptions should be stated, such as using construction site plans, a show home or a developer's specification. Health and safety is, of course, also a primary concern when inspecting a site under construction. Secondly, a plot characteristic, so things like proximity to roads, railway lines or pylons, views, aspect and neighbouring dwelling types. Thirdly, details of the UK finance disclosure form relating to incentives, tenure type and method of construction. A comprehensive list of information is contained within section 4.4 of the guidance notes. Next, are issues over suitability for residential use where a former commercial office or agricultural building has been converted under PD rights. So these may be things like poor quality, low ceiling height, a lack of light or small size. Warranties or assurance schemes such as NHBC, LABC or Premier Guarantee and lastly use of modern methods of construction. So how should you value new build property? UK VPGL 11 of the UK National Supplement states that the valuation of a new build property should be approached in the same way as any other valuation. There are, however, specific aspects of the new build residential market that have led to certain mortgage lenders to require an alternative approach to valuation. In all instances, the notified sale price must be treated with caution. Comparable evidence should be collated from three main source categories. On-site comparables, off-site comparables from other new build sites and resale or second-hand comparables. All comparables should be suitably similar to the subject property and a combination of all three categories is recommended as best practice. This also reflects best practice in the RICS guidance note to comparable evidence in real estate valuation first edition. Any incentives agreed for new build comparables should be verified and their impact on selling price accounted for in the valuer's analysis. Some comparables may need to be analysed on a rate per square metre or per square foot basis, where this is standard practice in the market in question. 
The value is comparable analysis should take into account a number of factors. So the underlying value locally for similar resale properties, added value for better specification or design of new build property compared to resale or secondhand properties, incentives offered to facilitate new build sales, first owner benefits in terms of newness and new build purchase packages, affordability premium and specific site and market conditions. A range of comparables should be considered to allow the valuer to reach a robust and justified assessment of market value. And valuers should also apply ranking to the comparables, indicating which have been attributed the greatest weight. Valuers should avoid establishing a new build sales price and then adjusting this to reflect a new build premium. This is because, this is what our ICS say, the apportionment of exact value percentages to each element is not necessary and may be very misleading. The value of each element will differ between individual properties and some elements may have no value. In many cases, the assessment of market value may not necessarily equate to the agreed new bill purchase price. This supports the well-known contention that valuation is very much a combination of both art and science, requiring the valuer to apply a qualitative analysis and their own judgment to the comparables to reach their opinion of market value. So finally, Valuers will generally report in the lender's standard form report, and if a report is likely to be seen by a prospective purchaser, the following statement should be included as recommended by RICS. And this is, it should be appreciated that the valuation provided is for the property is new. It may not be possible to obtain the valuation figure if the property is sold as secondhand, especially if comparable new property is on offer at the same time. That's it for today's podcast. Remember, you can book in your free 15-minute consultation via our website. We can also provide feedback on your referral or prelim review report. If you head to our website, you can also access our other free support resources, including our ebook guides, podcasts, videos, quizzes, blog, and CPD newsletter. We can't wait to work with you, so thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.